Hi guys, just roaming through on my drone, beep beep, to do one of my fun, fun, fun in the sun intros. It's your presenter Dave from Dan and Brave Presents, the podcast where everyone's a star. Also a pop culture miniseries based on the original ideas of forgotten podcaster Dan and Brave. Not a spoonerism, we change the format every damn week, everyone's really confused, no one gets us. Whatever, whatever, W slash E. Anywho, this week's pod is our first in our new series in which we attempt to figure out the best damn songs that hit the Billboard Hot 100 in the 1980s. Remember the I Love the 80s? This app, we will go through the years 1980 to 1982. More to come with this 80s bullshit in the coming weeks. Now, just a warning. Remember, you, you, this is your formal warning. Next time you get a ticket. This ep was fraught with an assortment of technical problem qualities. The recording stopped three to four times without our knowledge, and so we had to do quite a, quite a few re, 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 redos. And so some of some parts of our discussion that there are some parts of our discussion that get abruptly cut off like it was driving in Jersey. And we kind of uh, loopily joke through our frustration and it's a little loose here and there. But you know what? It's all for the fun of it anyways. So who really gives a turd? Um, that's all I got. So I'll see you next week, suckers. Ciao. And as always, good night. All 80s, baby. It's a boy's ass 80s weekend. <laughs> it's boy's ass 80. Try not to shake up that bottle or else Coke burst and Oakhurst. It's 80s weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your boys because it's 80s, baby. <laughs> Grab your boys. Grab your boys' ass. Taco Bell. <laughs> Wait, no, what, what is it? Taco Bell that only uses Pepsi? No Taco yeah. Bell in sight because this is a Coke burst in Oakers. Coke burst in Oakers. Ah, my Coke is running dry. Can you call my dealer? Ah. <laughs> Can you call 80s. my supplier? Which Coke? It's 80s, baby. <laughs> Are we ready? Yes, yeah, it. Okay. I'm, I feel like I'm still too loud. I'm still too loud. I still too loud. I'm stood too loud. I still too loud. I'm stood too loud. All right, go for it. It's 80s, baby! Oh, it's welcome to Joe and Oakhurst. (laughs) I just took your joke. How do you think that? How do you think that? (laughs) Danny comes to town, too. It's 80s weekend. (laughs) That's right. We're sitting here at a table, and who are we? Hi, it's 80s baby! It's 80s baby Davy! <laughs> and I'm 80s baby Dan. And I'm 80s baby Bran. And we're. Should we keep these voices? <laughs> yeah. How long can we go? I do like. We are 80s babies for real. We are. I was born in the 80s and I lived it and I loved it. You know what? I will always say this. I was born in December 88 and the 80s were my best decade. <laughs> you peaked? <laughs> I, I didn't peak, I just had the most fun. And speaking of fun, we're leaving the fun 
from 1979, Fading in that the Way. That was Fun's first hit That was single. Fun's first hit single, Pina Colada. <laughs> I wonder how many who, people... Who actually sings that song? It's uh, <clears throat> Rupert Everett Holmes. He's a serial killer, maybe. Because he has three names? Three names. You know what? That must mean Paul Thomas Anderson loves employing serial killers in his movies. Must love employing? Or is a serial killer? Must love employing them. William H. Macy, John C. Riley, oh, Philip Baker right. Hall, Philip Seymour Hoffman. And he all hires in his himself movies, as a and director. And he hires himself in his director. <laughs> You're right. Do you do you follow Danny? Nope. Welcome to Danden Brave. This is a special I was going to say, Boogie Nights, one of the great 80s films of the 1990s. <laughs> if you're looking to boogie. <laughs> if you're looking to boogie during the day, skip this one. Guys, it's Dan and Bray Presents. You know, <laughs> you understand what we're podcast is about. Uh, and please tell us, because we don't. Please explain to us what we're doing. <laughs> like, uh, we were, we were going to play the clip from The Social Network. <laughs> Do we want to pull it up? <laughs> pull you, the clip I'm sorry, but you're, you're giving the, them a, a peek behind the curtains. Drop the clip. <laughs> drop the clip. Dan, can you explain what we're doing today? It's fan favorite, right? We're doing the fan favorite format that everybody loves. Well, I'll tell you what. Certainly a Dan favorite. <laughs> Guys, we've taken a, a bit of a break, a bit of a hiatus from uh, from our series here. Tracks on tracks. On tracks. On tracks. Oh, so we gotta be quiet. Our roommate, my roommate's here. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Shut up. Doesn't know we're recording. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's gone. All right. Um, yeah. So we're back with tracks, and we're very on excited. Tracks. This is a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a our landmark show. Our uh, fan favorite. It's a very special episode. Our flagship show. Flagship show. Yeah, I'd say uh, I'd say that. Based on. Feedback too, right? Yeah, yes, we I've, know that. I've, yeah, I've gotten. I don't know about you guys. I've gotten feedback that this is the only thing that's listenable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but this is a special edition, very special version of, uh, of tracks on tracks on tracks. Here, do you guys want to go into detail of what we're doing here? I don't because I don't want to anymore. Do you? I gotta say this. <laughs> What's going on? Do you have something to say? Oh. He's got mute. Test uh, it out. I'll say. I'll say. Test it out. Okay. And okay. Um, sorry for that. We had a little bit of run-in with the cops last night, and we're all a little flustered last night. This is true. This is true. We we usually record in our Brooklyn, Brandon and I, Brandon and Mines, Brooklyn, our special neighborhood. But I took the train down here to. Um, would you call this? This this is not South Jersey. Would you call this South Jersey? Central. It's like Central Jersey. It's central. Um, and to Dave's, uh, Dave's new place. Dave's new, Dave's new, uh, new house here in Oakhurst. I was NJ. waiting for it to get built for a couple years. <laughs> and he's as good of a host as we are hosts of this podcast. <laughs> Meaning not great. Not great. <laughs> no, um, we were walking into my house after I picked up Danny from the station. And then a lady cop comes up. <laughs> and uh, a lady cop pulls up. To the house. We're not even in the house yet. We are three quarters. Three quarters. No, not well, even. Three steps. From I was going to say we were three guys walking oh. out of a car towards a house. And we hear, hey, guys, we turn around. And we know we get that a lot. Right. Because <laughs> we're cool. We're popular kids. Yeah, we look great. 
And we all won prom king <laughs> somehow. Yeah, try prom king. Yep. We're that close. Everybody, like, they couldn't decide between the three of us. We all went to rival high schools and we're prom kings. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. And then we joined together. I was going to say we all won prom king in, at the same high school. Oh, we split it? Yeah. But they couldn't, you know, we're so, all so popular and we, also connected. We split the vote. We split the vote. We split the vote. We're the Ross Perot of <laughs> southern central New Jersey. And anyway, we hear, hey, guys, we turn around and there's a, a cop of the female variety asking us or telling us, this is what she says. She says, hey, if you guys are going are going in there to, to party, party and it gets loud we and we get calls, we're going to have to arrest people. Yes. That was very, very bizarre. We're talking about, you know, 11 I, I, listen, I live in Brooklyn. There's a, <laughs> there's a lot of noise for real though. There's a lot of noise constantly. You know, just random fans side, of the pod now. <laughs> that's very true, actually. Fans of the pod, random parades just happen. Um, a lot of sirens. You know, <clears throat> it was so peaceful getting off this train. Yeah. Dave picked me up Can in his uh, in his uh, PT cruiser, Puerto Rican T cruiser, and <laughs> that's problematic. Puerto Rican, <laughs> Puerto Rican. Um, and he pulled up to his house. And it's just, it's very quiet, it's peaceful, and this um, cop of the female variety rolls up and just thinks we're... We, like, don't, keep, we don't have to keep saying that she's female. <laughs> she, cop of the female she variety. She thinks we're going in to party. It's and we're just not even like, holding beer. I will say yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I have a backpack on, like, that's no, we, it. Like, there was no beers in our hands. Yeah. Hands-free. Right? We weren't holding anything No, in I just, I was wearing my backpack. It was, it was very odd. I... No we, one was in the house either. She probably thought you were one of those backpack rappers. <laughs> if you're going in there to do a record release, a mixtape release party, I'm gonna I'm gonna submit this to SoundCloud. <laughs> he was like, "I've heard about your Dan and Brave parties. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to make arrests." <laughs> it was strange. My my theory, and you know, I was it, shook. By the way, I my, didn't say my anything. initial thought nothing. is there had to have been a noise complaint locally, right? And she assumed it was us. Right. <laughs> like, I, my, I don't know. My theory is that there's been fireworks in this house several times. Wait, inside? Yeah, that's not a joke, Dave, actually. Yeah, Dave's just trying <laughs> to get the firecrackers to stop. Look up uh, Anthony Yebra's speaking Instagram. Of, speaking of, I wonder if we'll have any special guests on the show today. Possibly. Of the non-human variety. Hmm? You talking about Danden, talking Brave about the Ghost? Maybe, maybe in terms, uh, yeah, maybe. Do you not consider ghosts human? They're no, f- not anymore. They're f- just like paper is former trees, ghosts are former people. Okay. I think humans has to do the corporal when, person. When you but use the word human, they I have to be living. Ghosts are, are people, though. There's not humans. Are we human or are we dancer? <laughs> ghosts are dancer. So... Just as yeah. we were saying. Needless to say, it was a weird start to this trip, uh, for my, my, my trip down here. Needless um, to say, we're going to cut all this out. <laughs> <laughs> and what we're doing today is we're, we're doing this. All of this is needless to say. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is no need really, to say this. No need to do it. Well, there's no need to, to do this podcast, too. But yeah, right. There's, we are the needless podcast. Yeah. This is just for our for ourselves. This is for our records. These are for our... Yeah. Uh no, I was going to say, before we even get into this, this was an idea that my brother pitched me. Yes. And my brother's been pitching me different ideas. He's even giving me opinions every single week. And he said, keep doing that. Keep Don't do that. Keep doing that. Don't do that. I won't say what. But he did say, you guys should talk about music more. 
and talk about 80s music more and rate what the best song of the 80s are. Each year, he said. Each year. Yeah. Well, year by year. Okay, but we're not doing that quite. Not quite. It's not our it's not the best song from the year. It has to be a song that hit number it's, 1. We gave it some parameters so we can narrow it down a little more. Yeah, Billboard Hot 100. <clears throat> so, what we're doing is we're each nominating a song from each year that hit number one. It must have hit number one for at least a week. At least a week. Not just a day. Does that happen? Uh, I actually yeah, don't know. There I wonder, probably was yeah, a, I, wonder, I wonder what the shortest amount of time there is. There probably was a No, they chart. don't measure it like day by day. They only measure it uh, week by week. Oh, week is that true? Week by week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I think you're right. There. Yeah. <laughs> week by week. But can you move up, up and down charts day, day to day or no? Uh, I feel like I mean it, it probably is an aggregate of cells okay. throughout the week. Yeah. So what what we did is we this is what we're gonna keep the tracks on tracks format where we each have a pick. So we're gonna go 1980. We each right. pick a song <clears throat> that went to number one <clears throat> from 1980, and right. then we'll talk about some of the other songs from 1980 that right. we, that we like, and then mm-hmm. we'll then we'll go again and make our pick for 1981. Want to do picks first and then honorable mentions, or you want to do honors? First no, let's go picks, picks second. Picks first, honors second. Now, who's going to go first? Should we do a ring toss? This is important. A ring toss. I think uh, here we. So here's the thing. We have <laughs> that we're doing. We're doing. So hold on. What are the heads and tails of a ring? <laughs> I'm saying we'll do a ring toss. I have a ring toss hooked up. Whoever gets the ring around the the pot. Is it, is it your dick? Yes. Around the. What do you want to call it? A pole? Pole tricks. If you can get this cock ring on my dick, <laughs> you get the pick first. So what you we're get doing the dick pick. is we're going to split this up into two parts. And we're going to do, right now we're going to do 1980 through 1982. Yeah. And then we're going to go 1983 to 1985. Okay? I think we should do, we'll pick an order. Okay. And then we'll reverse How about it. this? So whoever, whoever was born in the 80s first... We'll go from birthdays. We'll go from birthdays. Senior to junior. And then we'll reverse it for the second episode. We'll reverse it, yeah. Wait, I don't like the reverse thing. Because then you'll go last the yeah. second time. All no, right. Either way, the same person's in the middle. That's fine. It's Malcolm. probably me. <laughs> Our friend Malcolm. <laughs> no, I think you're older than me, right? What? Wait, what month are you? April. I think I'm the youngest. April what? I'm, I'm May 89. Oh, you're... Oh! Yeah, I'm in the middle. <laughs> yeah. oh. That was very Martin Short. <laughs> Um. So yeah, senior first to junior, senior mm-hmm. to what's the in between word for a sophomore? Senior to sophomore to junior. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's not correct. The three grades of high school. By the way, I made a weird reference that you might have not understood before about the clip from the Social Network. <laughs> Just to reiterate what or not reiterate. Please don't the explain right the joke. No. Wait, do you want... No, no, set it up and I'll, I'll drop it in. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just going to say what the line in the movie The Social Network is. Yeah. Because I, I said it on accident when d- describing this podcast. Okay. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah, Brandon was... Tr- we were having a production meeting discussing the pod, and Brandon described it as, you know, we really don't even know what this is yet. And a good friend of mine, I'm going to call him out, James Still, he... <laughs> he expl- He's still doing what? Uh, he explained... I don't, I don't know. He explained to me that 
wait, that's just a line from the social network. Like, like it's very, like a very like famous line which means, like, from, from that movie. Which means that this is about to blow up. And we're all going right. to marry. Never mind. Um, Describing. So Brandon basically described this podcast the way that Facebook was described. Right. Before it exploded. <laughs> we don't even know what this but is. But who yet. is who? That's pretty accurate. In the Facebook, honestly. if we're going to uh, uh, compare, compare us to the Facebook team, wasn't there three guys? The twins and the and uh, Zakowski, what's the same? Zikowski? Zucchini, Mark Zakowski. Yeah, Mark Zakowski. Who is the Zuckerberg? Who's gonna drop Z- the rest? Zelensky, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, no, that's not his name. What am I thinking of? I Zelensky. Know. Who's Zuckerberg and who is the twins? Who? Z- oh, wait, Zelensky's from Tommy Boy. Who are the brothers? Who are the brothers? Sorry, the Winklevoss, the Winklevoss, not the Wachowski, right? Yeah, w- yeah, Winkle, the Winklevi, because it's Winklevoss. Okay, right. so I thought Facebook was started by the Wachowski uh, sisters and <laughs> Zuckerberg. All right, this tangent sucks. All right, <laughs> let's, I'm, I'm sorry I did Can this. Can we please let's, let's go back? Wait, yeah, this, please, yeah. let's finish the, ta- the tangent real quick. It's done. It's Who's over. Zuckerberg? Head, what do you mean? He's, he's saying which one of us is Zuckerberg and which... B- uh, Brandon. No. So he's going to fucking drop us? Yeah, I'm going to drop... And I'm, uh, I'm Justin Timberlake. I was uh, just gonna say that. Yeah, I was uh, yeah, say that. Um, uh, and, uh, and Parker, da- Parker, and Sean Parker. Then who am I? Dave's the Winklevoss. Dave's the Winklevi. Yeah, it's because <laughs> there's because there's really only one of them. They're not actually twins. I saw that on IMDb. No, da- no, Dave's the friend that gets screwed over. <laughs> no, it's like adaptation. Um, oh, you're Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's like adaptation. You know how in adaptation, Spider Man, Nicholas Cage plays twins of Charlie Kaufman, but they're not actually a twins in real life. It's the same thing with Winklevoss. There's only one of them. I heard that Adam Garfield was his name Adam Garfield. Yep, I heard that the singer he, of Counting Crows. I thought <laughs> I heard that he plays Peter Parker in it, and after he gets dropped, he gets bit by a spider. Zuckerberg. Yeah, he, he gets he becomes Spider Man. Zuckerberg drops him on a spider pit. Into <laughs> a pit of spiders, he gets bit and becomes Spider Man. And then Jamie Fox is a weird electric bad guy. All right. Let's anyway, this is this is terrible. We will cut this it out. This is really bad. This has been like twenty five minutes. No, we not. No, it's okay because we're just we're just this is preamble and we're just getting in the groove. That's my favorite part of the Constitution. Let's start this, please. <laughs> please, please. All right. So we played. The reason we played um, Pina Colada at the top was because that was the last number one hit of nineteen seventy nine. Okay. So now going into nineteen eighty. So Dave, you get the first pick. So. We're coming off of 1979, and we are leading into 1980. And okay. we'll talk about some of the songs that existed outside of this. But what is your pick for your favorite number one hit of 1980? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm 80s Baby Dave, and I'm pulling up a playlist on Spotify. 80s Davey Bave. Uh, here we go. My pick for the top... Number one hit of 1980, 37 years ago, is an obvious one. <laughs> Who called it? I'm going to have to use my backup. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Senior yeah. always wins. I knew you picked this Senior one. privilege. And yeah, I didn't pick this because I knew it would get picked. Yeah. I I thought it was like the, yeah I used I'm actually surprised you picked this one. Well, because uh, I no, really thought yeah. about it, and there's a lot of great songs this year. I I found as the years increased, it got harder to narrow it down. Yes. But this one, I was like, you know what? This is a standout. 
A lot of songs on the list were disco. They were upbeat. Yeah. They're for the kids. And there was nothing for the parents or the grandparents, the retired folk, until you find this song, Sailing by Christopher Cross. We've had a lot of discussions privately about Christopher Cross and just how his whole his whole thing is very confusing. Like yeah. his whole kind of. Do you want to describe his look? I mean, I haven't dug too much into it, but I've seen one specific live performance, and I'm just going to assume all of his live performances are like this. <laughs> he does so this song. You too. hear that? You right? He does this song. You hear it? You think like he's what just did you like think this. of like a painter? So okay, mm-hmm. without seeing what he looks like or anything. Like a Bob right, Ross. Yeah. yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking like a yeah, oh, Bob very, Ross. I was thinking of like a, a Van very Gogh. soft man. Maybe like Van Gogh. honestly, a look, look like Kenny Loggins, kind of. Okay. I was thinking he would kind of look like that. Like um, uh, sexy. Like like a bearded. Like a woodsman. Like but like a like like just like a, a gentleman. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but who is he really? But in the live performance of this song that I've seen, he is. He looks like like a suburban dad, like, like a sports fan, yeah, like a sports he's wearing fan. a football jersey. He's wearing a football. I can't for the, or a I hockey jersey. I know Maybe it's a football it's jersey. It's definitely a hockey jersey. I can't remember what team. It's like blue and orange. I think he's wearing a jersey. He's kind of big. Like he looks like sort of like like a he be, like a, like a drunken sports fan kind of broy dude. Like, right. He look, he kind of has the same. I think in my mind, same height and sh- and shape as George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, yeah. Like looking like, at like him, kind of, you know, stocky. Stocky. Stocky's he, a great way of putting you it. You would not think that this sound is coming from him at all. Yeah. Like, and like, he loves flamingos. He's keeping those <laughs> yeah, plastic. That plastic flamingo company that makes all of them. Yes. He's been keeping them in business, putting them on his album covers. Every album cover has a flamingo. Did you know that, Dan? I didn't know that actually. It, I they're this, really fun to look I at. I knew this one did. <laughs> I didn't know the other ones did. Oh, it I started the trend. I really love this song. Yeah, this is one of the gentlest songs, I think, of all the '80s that hit number all of the hits, right? Gentlest, gentlest. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's valid. There's a couple of gentle ones, some... but this is pretty gentle. In uh, Sync remakes this on their on their first album. Did they, they really they do a cover of it? Yeah, I, I kind of like it actually. It's, I, it's on I never fir- that. It's on their first album. Yeah. The song is great too because it's not about. It's not a gentle love song. It's just really about the sailing, wanting to get away. It's about vacation and like just. Being at being at peace. Maybe he's like maybe he is like a really intense sports fan, and he needs this to calm down. A bit. <laughs> like, like this is sort of his. This is like once football yeah. season ends, maybe, because maybe, he's normally busy riding the wind. <laughs> wow. Do you think he's like? Ah, that's a no, That's a great one. I love that song. But um, <laughs> wait, sorry. Do you think like maybe, once Super Bowl hits, he like goes on his, his yacht, his uh, and his sails around the world? I'm th- you know I'm gonna guess that he has like a really bad sports like gambling problem. <laughs> And, oh, so he has to go into and, the ocean to not he, be found. And, yeah, then like he has to. Oh, okay. So they can't track him down. <laughs> That's even better than what I was gonna say. <laughs> like he's on the run. No, I was just thinking. Then he needs like this sort of lifestyle to just like escape from his terrible losses and, and the frustration of yeah. sports gambling and. <laughs> yeah, it's like a. It, this is an ode to L. Ron Hubbard. This song. Yikes! It's about the origins right. of Scientology. But, uh, yeah, if you could fade out, Dave. It's one. Yeah. Is he the best Scientologist artist? Christopher Cross, yeah. On the list. So we didn't really talk about why that song is great. I, I just think it's, uh, again, it's just gentler, it's smoother, it's for the grandparents. And uh, I knew that would be your pick. The silent majority, yeah. minority, sorry. It's, so yeah, the silent majority so, picked that. Oh, it's me. That's right. Is it? Yeah, it's me. No, no. What order are we going in We're for We're doing this one? senior, we're doing junior, then sophomore. 
Wait, what? No, no, no. I'm... You're the youngest. No, we're going oldest I am the to youngest. youngest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am the youngest. Sorry. Young Danny. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I actually had a harder time with this year just Than because... Anything. Because, like, nothing stood out to me as... Um, okay, that's Ooh. not true. Because I... Okay, there is a standout to me, but I think Dan might pick it. Okay. So I kind of want to save this okay, and, not, and not pick it. I agree it. with your approach because, yeah. Um, so... Yeah, there's an obvious <clears throat> one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what obvious is to you. But, uh, all right, well... See, I, I what really, half our podcast has been about is, is why yeah, it's an obvious yeah. pick. All so, right, you know so. what? In, oh. that, in that case, I'm going to do this okay. because it was surprise. This was probably out of everything I was most shocked by. Okay, I like that. Oh, okay. It's a little controversial that you picked this. Because this is not the exact version that hit number one. Right, which also surprised me even deeper. Oh, I should actually say, uh, d- d- um, I was gonna say how many weeks that uh, sailing was on. Oh yeah, it was. Um, it was one week. This one week, one golden week. And was it after like any sports seasons or no? Uh, I don't know. Nope. Right in the middle of the summer, August thirtieth. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so right in the middle of baseball season. Um, uh, this is Paul McCartney coming up. Mm-hmm. The opening track from McCartney 2, right? Opening track? It is, yeah. The song Except is. that the, the 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 song that went number one was the live version, which you right. told me yesterday. Right. And it was uh, Wings, like their last tour. Like from Wings Over America? Is that the... I don't think it's from a, an actual album. Because this is this is something they played in concert, like during the last Wings tour. And then Wings broke up pretty soon after. And he oh. released it on his okay. album. The Interesting. S- the solo album, the first solo album after Wings broke up in 1980, called McCartney Two. Because I really love this song. Like I've always, Me too. like it's a really cool Paul McCartney song. Just hearing it now, I like it. I'm gonna be honest with you, I've never heard this song before. I, I that does it, you wouldn't really. It's yeah, not I, a song I, that really has held. It's, it's a number one song. It's interesting. I yeah. feel like I would know like every number one song. Like I you mean, would think. And yeah, it was but, three yeah. weeks at number one. That's kind of crazy. So I was. That's kind of why I picked it because there are a couple of songs that I probably love more. Actually, right. there is one that your song I, I love sailing and mm-hmm. probably what you're going to pick I yeah. love more. Mm-hmm. But um, I just was so shocked by this and kind of – I was proud. I was proud to hear this song. At, I was at the too, actually. One. I was too. Um, so, yeah, I like I like this is one. Definitely st- like, do we want to talk about trends of like this year? It's definitely still kind of on riding that uh, – the high of disco. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of songs with like the same kind of four to floor uh, driving disco beat. Yep. Funky songs, uh, upbeat songs. You can keep it ro- keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Okay. Um. <clears throat> what else was I gonna say? Yeah, and yeah, we have. I mean, we can get deeper into it when we get into honorable mentions, maybe. But yeah, there is a common thread that you can see over eighty and eighty one that yeah. starts going away, kind of. I mean this is obviously not the classic McCartney sound. No. He's adopting uh flavors of the of the era. Right. And yeah. adding his own Yeah, eighty doesn't sound like the eighties yet. Right. No, it's no. still yeah. very much seventy nine. Yeah. Disco is on high. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. When is when do you think the Coke the Coke come down uh year is? <laughs> Maybe not, because it keeps going through the eighties. Like when grunge comes, honestly. Yeah, that, you're right. That's, yeah. that's the, the yeah. ninety one. That's is the, the coke di- come down. That's your coke hangover. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then after grunge, they call that era the the grunge hangover. Like when the British come the in. Heroin the heroin hangover, uh, maybe. Yeah. It's wow. like two thousand. Like when Oasis well, comes. No. Like when Oasis comes in, that's kind of. 
right well, after that, grunge. Well, that's ish. kind of, I mean, that's like 94, right? Like, isn't Oasis like pretty early? 93? Yeah, they're 94, 93. Or like, um, I think, I don't actually know. It's like 94, it's think, mid-90s. Yeah. Okay. But uh, also, yeah, this song apparently is the song that John Lennon heard on, heard on the radio in the early 80s, like early 1980. And it inspired him to get back into the studio, write his own music, because he took a four-year absence from making music at that point. Oh wow! And it became his last album that he released, end of '80, and then he, of course, retired in December of '80. <laughs> Permanent retirement. And has not made music since. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> He's just really yeah. committing to that retirement. He's taking a he taking a page out of the Billy Joel book. <laughs> Um, great. So yeah, that's my pick. I love coming up. That, that was a cool song. I, re- I I did like that song. Um, like a flower. I'll have to I'll have to dig into like Paul and Wings more. I, that, re- I really I, lo- I love yeah. Wings. Is, love Wings. Yeah. Love Paul. Um, yeah. that song is so he recorded everything himself. All the instruments is him. Really? Yeah. On McCartney too. It right. was actually because his first solo album in 1970 is McCartney, and it was all him doing all the instruments too. So this was like then he joined then he formed Wings during okay. the seventies. Wings broke up like, right like, early nineteen eighty, just like the Beatles broke up in like early nineteen seventy. So it was kind of like a repeat, like his band broke up again, and then he was like, "I'm and gonna do another solo being album." Being a part of a band, he loved it. Wow. Um, but he got uh, being in a band. He got burned two times, and he never like started a band again, except for that little band he did with like Dave Grohl. <laughs> and uh, Chris Novoselic from Nirvana for the Grammys. <laughs> Paul's Grammy band. <laughs> Paul's Grammy. All right, the kids. So, um, all right. So Dave picked my my first pick. I, I thought he would. I stole it. But that song is so good. Um, we actually our, uh, our our cover band performed that song in my yes. ba- in my backyard for my dad's softball team party. <laughs> I one time like my friend. <laughs> I, you know, my band, <laughs> my band, uh, which is kind of inactive right now, but we at one point played a, a wedding, no, no, uh, engagement party and like what, to, for a good friend, uh, Connor Effenberger's, uh, brother, Brent. And we just hung out there for all night. And there yeah. was one like moment at 6am when like we put on sailing and we were just watching Connor and his mom have like a heart to heart and hug each other. And it was 6 a.m. We stayed up all night. That's awesome. And it was just like, <laughs> oh it was my just, God. that was the background music. We couldn't hear anything they were saying, but we were just watching <laughs> them have like this, this most beautiful moment. It's like a real sailing. life movie scene. Yeah. Amazing. Very cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Danny did it. So very obvious pick for me, but this is, this is a top five Michael song period. Yeah. Th- see, yeah, this, this was is, like, yeah. this was my obvious first pick that I yeah. didn't want to make because I'm happy you didn't. Cause I, I, I was so afraid that I was going to have to go to a third pick because yeah. you, you guys would pick the other two. Yeah. I yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, those are my first two picks too. Yeah. Sailing in this. Yes. Th- this. Yeah. Those, these are all like, were like things I had to narrow down yeah. Com- coming up and Rock with you. I'm excited Rock to talk about, touch on some of the other songs in this year because there's some fucking great ones. Yeah, there there really are. Um, but yeah, this is from Off the Wall. Rock with you. So this Michael. album came out in '79, actually. Yes, right. But this was a single in '80. This was this hit number one in '80. I yes. I guess yes. Yep. Yes, yes. So um, this is track two on Off the Wall. It's Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, and then Rock with You. Um, video is really cool with like the lasers and stuff behind him. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely. Uh, yeah. um, 
for the, the serious roller skaters. I think people <laughs> like you take roller skating seriously. You don't no bullshit. Yeah. This is kind of song you're gonna dance to. And this or song was number one for four weeks, a whole month. Wow. Do we know? Wow. Do we know what? Do we already say or do we know what the biggest song was? I do. I was okay. gonna get to that All when right. we get to the right, like we'll get, the right. honorable mentions and stuff. Awesome. Was this close to being? The it's biggest? close. There were yeah. a couple that went for in that four weeks, but uh, the longest of the year was Kenny Rogers Lady. Oh my god. Which was my number four. <laughs> Wait, are you sure it's not Call Me by Blondie? Um Oh, they both were six weeks. Call yes. me and Kenny Rogers were six weeks. Oh, and I also want to acknowledge that Pina Colada also went to number one in 1982. It was we it receives the first Dave Grover, Grover Cleveland, Cleveland Award. Lord. Where it went to number one at the end of 79, and then coming into 1980, KC and the Sunshine Band went to number one with Please Don't Go, and then Pina Colada song came back to number one. So oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. in 80, it came back? In 80, it came back. Ah. So that's the first appearance of the Grover Cleveland Award. Where, that's a little bit of a retro. Do you understand that reference, Dan? Nope. He was a president who... He was president twice. He was the 22nd and 24th president. I think he got kicked out of the White House... He forgot to sign his papers, so he yeah. couldn't do the second term. He got kicked out of his, yeah, so, and then he came back. He forgot to sign his lease. He got his, the right paperwork done, and then he came back. Anyway, we're talking over the, uh, a great song. Yeah, what uh, is it? Not talking about the song. It's a gr- it's just such a great melody. The instrumentation just is perfect for that era. It's like, it encapsulates that sound. That right. It's like, it definitely has a disco beat, but the music is... I don't know, sophisticated or something. Yeah, it's like sophisticated soul R&B of the time. Oh, I, I, do it's fantastic. I have I a question. Yeah. Do you think rock and rollers are so fucking pissed that Michael Jackson is doing a, like a disco dance song and saying rock with you? Interesting. Because you know like people were like, disco sucks back yeah. then. Yeah. Where people pit. Maybe, maybe, maybe some hardcore rockers are pissed. I, I don't know. Still fucking rock and roll. How but, dare they? How how soon after or before this did they burn the disco records at Shea Stadium? Uh, it might have been 1980. It could yeah. have been 79 or 80. All right. Yeah, great pick. So any anything else from 1980 you want to talk about? <laughs> nah. Yeah, let's get into some of the honorable mentions. Um, couple appearances by Queen. Right, we have uh, we had a crazy little thing called Love, which is a song that like I have no affection for. It's cool. It's fun. It's cool. Um, I, I'm not as attached to Queen as a lot of people are. I, I, I really like Queen. I don't think I love Queen, though. I, I don't know. You're more into Prime Minister. More of a Prime Minister fan. Yeah, yeah more of a Joker, Steve Miller band fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I don't have affection for this song. I do love Kenny Rogers' Lady. That's definitely one of my uh, honorable mentions. I was gonna say this is a great year for opening drum fills with uh, "Rock With You." Ready? <laughs> yep. And call me. <laughs> Wait, does just like starting over start with a drum fill too? Uh, let's see. I think it might. John Lennon. No, it starts with a, with a like a funeral bell or something. That's not a funeral bell. <laughs> you don't play that at a funeral. Um. And I love John Lennon's solo career, but this isn't one of my favorite of his hits. It's very Elvis. It's very Roy Well, the production is kind of weird on this one. This is the first... So, 
At these two songs at the end were the first songs. Hello, friend. What floor? You are now listening to Dan and Brave presents Abrupt Elevator Break. The podcast will return in just a few brief moments. Hmm. Going up. Great. And sorry we got we got cut off. Just edit that in. Don't even say that. No? Okay, I guess we can. Whatever. Um Okay, so my pick of nineteen eighty one to me is the true beginning of the eighties sound. I'm so anxious to find out what it is. We <laughs> left the seventies completely. There's not a trace of the seventies in this song. It's Kim Carnes. From the album Kim Carnes Dashian? <laughs> she broke the internet back in 1981. Kim Carnes. The internet was going to come out in 81 when Al Gore first figured it out, and then it broke. The ki- with her, not with her butt, with her eyes, she broke the internet. With um, Betty Davis' eyes. Do you get this joke at all, Dad? What's going on? No, I. Um, <laughs> she's a part of the, the duo Carnes and Noble. <laughs> I had that joke loaded. I was that's what I was focused on. I had that joke lo- locked and loaded. Here we go. Worth it. This is this is why we always gotta do two takes. Uh, Betty Davis eyes, Kim Cards. Let's. Mm, I kind of like Kim Cards Dashian better than Cards and Noble. Fair. No, both good. I give us props. Yeah. Wow, I di- I didn't know you would pick this. Wait, I know it was Cards and Nobles. What? Do you That's know how people always call it Barnes and Nobles? Like plural yeah. it? Do you know what you know what you know what another Sorry. one? No, no, no. You know what another Such one? Another one with that is where I still don't know the actual answer? Christopher Reeve. Reeves. Is it Reeves? No, I think, I think it's Christopher it's, Reeve. I think it's singular Reeve. I always thought it was Reeves though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it, know. Well, there's no way to know. Is it Christopher Lees or Christopher Lee? I I do ha- yeah I'm the same one I have like I have plur- I have no plural wait is it Reeves dar. Witherspoon no plural dar or Reeve Witherspoon <laughs> so this song in my mind let's hear this there's this is a rock song of the 80s it kind of has a sound that a lot of <laughs> rock stars from the 60s and 70s who carried over their sound to the 80s <laughs> it sounds like that one re re Witherspoon <laughs> sorry that's Sorry, so we're going off on a tangent on yeah, your song. Let's get back to your Rod Stewart song. So uh, this song is very cool. No, this I do like this. I don't even know what my I don't honestly I don't even know what, what I was just was saying. What you were saying you guys is were that goofing off over there. What you were saying is that this is the sound. This is the first time it sounds like the '80s. Right. It's this song spent a nine weeks, but not like '80s in terms of like techno. '80s right. in terms of rock and roll. Right. It's like how can we make rock and roll work in the '80s? Let's put a synth next to the guitar. And next that's to them on stage. That's it. <laughs> and let's simplify the, the chords and stuff. And this receives the second Grover Cleveland Award, second annual Grover Cleveland Award. It spent five weeks at number one, and then mm. it went away, and then it came back and did four. So it spent nine weeks. That's crazy. That's like a that's a really big hit. Nine weeks, and then the baby got delivered. Wait, is that how it goes? Yep. <laughs> yep. This this synth sound existed in the 70s though like you had bands more as like, like a okay right 
Not as like it's like a, people playing synth. I feel like people just like press a button and it would do an arpeggio. Like um, who's doing cool synth stuff in the seventies? Like, like Steve Donna Miller. Summer. Steve Miller a little bit. He had some. Oh like... yeah, Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. I said Steve Miller. <laughs> All the Steves. Uh, Steve Winwood. Yeah. Are you shocked that I picked the song? <laughs> Yes, I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know you were like into this. At this all. is gonna make my second. This is gonna make my pick harder because I don't know what to choose. Uh, all the boys think she's a spy. She's got Betty Davis eyes. Great lyric. And we were saying too that uh, she was just the strength of this one song that hit. You know, was on for nine weeks. She got asked to do "We're the World" four years later. Uh, you yeah. said uh, we were saying. When were we saying that? Off in, mic in our pre-production meeting. Off mic. Pre-pro. 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 Uh, yeah. What else do you want to say about the song? Nothing. Give me the fucking cable. <laughs> wow. no, at least do a fade out. I was just kidding anyway. Yeah. yeah, dick. Be classy about it. Fade it out, do. Yeah. Fade it out, my do. Um. Okay. <laughs> Dave, Dave's so, he's so fed up and annoyed. <laughs> it's a good song. What? It is a good song. No, I like it. I think I think he's just mad at himself for prior actions. <laughs> All right, let's. I'm just mad at that cop for fucking up my whole vibe. Whole she weekend. did kind of ruin the vibe a little bit. Dave was yeah. Dave was noticeably bothered by it. All of last. I haven't night. slept all night. <laughs> all I of last night, about- he kept referencing it. He was like sitting alone and like and just being very quiet, like thinking about it over and over again, and it sucked. So there's a song I'm gonna save for the um, honorable mentions for the honorable mentions okay. because you want to honor it a different way. I want to honor it, it a different way. Um, so mm-hmm. the song that I have selected. Oh, the the Cosmo Kramer goes to work song. Um. <laughs> yes, great reference. That's um, he has like Kramer has like the corporate job and <laughs> yeah. like, Jerry's like his wife at home, kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, their dynamic completely their di- changes. Their dynamic is so funny. Like, yeah. and it, uh, it it comes back in a later Seinfeld episode. It does when George goes the to work. Summer of George. That's right. Oh yeah. It's the only song. No, I was gonna say it's the only song from popular music that makes it onto Seinfeld, but it's not true because Eagles do too. Right, uh, Desperado. Other than da- Desperacito. Yeah. <laughs> Desperacito? Yeah. <laughs> the guy who, the, Elaine's boyfriend who loves Desperacito. They reference Witchy Woman in that episode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this song is great. Who, who does this? This what is, is Sheena this? Easton okay. of James Bond fame. Yeah, she did uh, For Your Eyes Only the same year, I think. Is it the same year? Yeah, 81. What's the name of the song? Uh... Morning train. Uh, morning train in parentheses nine to five and guess what Dolly Parton's nine to five also went to number one the same year. Ah. That's kind of crazy. Mm. When did Working Girl come out? The song Working Girl. The movie Working Girl. No, no, the movie's nine to five. There is a Working Girl movie. Working Girl came out in '88. Oh, so way later. So no, you, I'm what are you thinking to, of? Wait, no, you we, said nine to five. I'm like thinking of the like the yeah. whole Working Girl movie. Wait, can we listen? Uh, okay. I'm thinking I thought you thought this song was from Working Wait, Girl. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying that vibe. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. I'm sorry. I gotta. I really want to, because the chorus of the song gets so much attention. Mm-hmm. I really want to listen to that verse again. The verse. Sure. You know who it reminds me of? 
Harry Nilsson. Yes. Okay, ready? Let's get this verse. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? Slow dancing. I love... She could do a little... It's so uh, good. The Rock Hits probably, like, you know... Did a kick line Prepped to up to the song. I can see that, right? Did you see the Rockets? It's like this is something for for fun, like like while they're practicing on stage. Put on morning train again, yeah. <laughs> Let's get loose to morning train. So that's my pick for 1981. The Houston Rockets. <laughs> All right, that's that's a great pick. When did they move yeah, to I really, New York? I really like that song. It's, I don't, yeah. it's really great. Wait, did you know that the the yeah? Why the, are you taking my phone? Oh, it's gonna take. My <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say that. Wait, unplug the cable, take my phone, and then plug it right back into my phone. Take my phone, only on CSO. Take my phone tonight. <laughs> no, um, I was gonna say that the Rockets, they first were the cheerleaders for the Houston Rockets. <laughs> But instead of the whole team moving to New York, just the Rockettes did. <laughs> and now they don't have they don't have dancers anymore. They gotta dance during their own halftimes, the Houston Rockets. Yeah. James Harden just does it. It's exactly what happened. <laughs> also Elton John's Rockette Man. Alright. Uh so, Bra- <laughs> so Do you also have that like ready to go? Just, just yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready to launch because it's a rocket. <laughs> um Hey, Rocket Man! Johnny, Rock- how about that Rocket Man over in Korea, huh? That, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite uh, Guardians of the Galaxy character too, Rocket Raccoon. Is it true that uh, Kim Jong Il is it? has uh, a better haircut than Trump? Um, did you hear? <laughs> did you hear? Hey, the Juba, you hear about this? Did you hear that Jim? What's his name? Jim Connell. <laughs> that's James Con's brother, Jim Connell. <laughs> he uh, he has a better haircut than Trump. Is it true? All right, Kim, go ahead. Kim Earl Jones. All right, so. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Please go. Toe, toe, right. toe Jam and so, James Earl Jones. Brandon, you think you know what my pick is, right? Uh, yeah. Seven okay. podcasts we have to record. Okay. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, my God. So this one shocked yeah. me, too. Yeah, I didn't know this was a number one hit I, potential. I, yeah, I don't think I knew that actually. I fucking love this. Okay, song, out of man. I'm gonna go out and say this: out of every H and O Hall and Oates song that went to number one, mm-hmm. this is my favorite. In these years that we covered, I do love this song a lot. This is a Hall and Oates songs. Yeah, this is top five for sure. Yeah, I love um, this song. I don't know where it falls in my exact ranking of Hall and Oates songs, but. I love it. Yeah, it's not Great. my favorite Hall and Oates song, but it's my favorite of in the years we just covered. In is this, this the list. first one to hit number one um, of the '80s or now? I think it may be the first one, but it's not. There's another one Which this year. Just quite frankly, shocking to so, me. So we haven't <laughs> said the name of it. It's Kiss on my list. Oh, What's I didn't know it was this song. Never mind. Not my. Favorite. I don't like this song. <laughs> now I'm a big classical fan. They're not talking about proms, right? I love this. I like that one. Uh, wait, so how? And they're many? not talking about Schindler either because that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, that, ha- that happened in the 90s. That happened in the 90s. Same year as Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> it's a cool idea. Kiss on my list. I like it. Of the best things in life. What, the Holocaust? That's such a cool idea. It's a really good idea. Um, you heard it here first on Dan and Brave. How is Sp- Spielberg so creative? How do you think of like uh, such a dark idea? He's got such a dark mind. Um, from the dark mind of Spielberg. Of Steven Spielberg comes Schindler's List. Uh, Schindler's Fist, the porn. Is it? I hope not. <laughs> so let's talk about this song, though. I honestly, in my mind, I, it, now I didn't know this. I always pictured this as a deep album cut. No. 
Yeah, it was a it's big not, hit. It's not, though. Big song. What, I, do you guys... Uh, I don't know the album off hand. Do you guys know the album? Yeah, I think D- it's Private Eyes is the uh, album. Okay. Yeah. Because Private Eyes also went to number one yes. later this yeah. year. One. Yeah. Uh, this, sorry, I forgot to do this. Uh, how many weeks was Morning Train on the... On the did you say? Uh, no, it was two weeks. Two weeks. And my song was... Nine weeks. Nine weeks. We said that, right? Cool. And this one was three weeks. So uh, only the first trimester. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl, just killing it. This is one of the. Uh, yeah, I love his vocal performance on this. This song. is when they start pretty much transitioning Oats out of the band. Like, <laughs> 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 like I think I don't know this 100, percent but it, this album probably was just all Daryl. Like the start of it, the start of it being mostly. No, Darryl didn't focused. John Oates like do the drum machine? That's why I heard. Like Daryl's like, yeah, I let John you know handle that. I let John. He, he turned on the drum machine. I let John play with my balls a little bit, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's Daryl. Uh, who played guitar? Not John Oates. I don't think. Well, when we saw him live, yeah, he doesn't do the solos or anything. He's just like it's, rhythm guitar, yeah. kind of like. He's just Daryl's number one like fan. <laughs> <laughs> also, a um, it's probably like a George Michael Andrew Ridgely relationship too. Oh well. I think Andrew Ridge was even less. Yeah. He's like the I most extreme less. version of that relationship. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The duos that like are just really one guy who's like, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a shy guy, so I don't want to have all the attention. Can you think of another example that's like that? that's what the Mario character Shy Guy is based off of. <laughs> I, I, it's only Wham and... Because Simon Garfunkel is not like that. No. no. Yeah. Even though Simon is a little bit more principal art, yeah. people, people think weights. that. Yeah, people think like, oh, Garfunkel is like... Like I think that like no because Paul wrote the songs right so the, but that's what I mean like he he gets attributed as oh just the guy that did harmonies but he had such a good voice did you know that every that uh, Art tried to write songs with him and he'd always be in the room when Paul was writing he's like hey why about this how about this lyric and he was like mm. mm, not Art no he was like to. okay sure and then he would like cross it out later he would cross it out right later yeah <laughs> so my my first honorable mention that I was gonna pick uh, and I didn't pick it because. Of his previous appearance on the list. Oh my God! This is an honorable mention era. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> area. This is Christopher yeah. Cross, Arthur's theme. <sighs> so good. With cross on my list. <laughs> cross is, on my loss. So I'm dumb. What is Arthur's theme? What is? What is what so is, it's from the movie Arthur. Oh, okay. It is, it is from Moore. movie. Dudley yeah. Moore and Liza Minnelli. I thought maybe it was a tribute to somebody he knew named Arthur. He's a, is he a rich <laughs> drunk guy or a hobo who's drunk who becomes rich? I think he's a rich guy who's drunk who becomes drunk who becomes drunk. I love um, <laughs> I love like Father Like Son, the Dudley Moore movie. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen one Dudley Heaven, Moore movie. Heaven Can Wait Kirk, is really great too. Kirk Cameron. It's a um, it's a person switch movie. Like father, like son. It's Dudley, ah. Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron switch bodies. It's, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. And Heaven Can yeah. Wait is basically down to earth. You know, Chris Rock movie no, down to earth. No, that's not him. Isn't it the? Oh, it's Warren no, Beatty. I'm, oh yeah, I'm sorry. What's the? Okay, yeah. It must be some other thing. It I must don't be know. some other thing. Sorry about that, Dudley. That I attributed that great movie to you. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> great. Um, so that that was one of my honorable Thank mentions. You for that. What um, else? So this, can I, give me the give me the thing. Oh, I just wanted to play one more one more honorable mention because Blondie appears a lot. Yeah, and she's I think back. my favorite one is Rapture out of all of them. Oh yeah. Now they're still stuck in the disco era with this one, although she is. It's actually I think the first 
in no, I was gonna say the first rap song. It's not. That's Trigger Hill Gang, but it's an early rap song on the on the on the list. Oh, something I forgot to ask. Do you do, do you think Kiss on My List sounds eighties? Mm-hmm. That's like an interesting. I think it's one. very yeah. yeah. I think it definitely sounds eighties. You, you think it does? Okay. I think like yeah. it's firmly eighties. At eighty, t- come eighty one, it's pretty firmly eighties. Firmly eighties. See, I think no, no, because I think Kiss on My List is one that doesn't sound as eighties as okay. lot of, as a lot of their other. It hits. gets more eighties as it goes. What along. year, Dave? Did Breakfast in America come out? Super Tramp. I think late seventies. Late seventies, sure. because yeah. because the. It, Kiss on my list kind of sounds like that super tramp because like super tramp mm. was a little bit of that '80s sound before the '80s. Like for sure, some of that stuff on Breakfast in America sounds like the '80s. Uh, other things you're gonna see I in the super '80s. Tramp. Uh, Blondie's the tide is high. Mm-hmm. Which is what you said it was like a, so- a song that features what? Oh, one of my signature sandpaper moments. When, she, like, when like, she's gargling in the middle of the song? Yeah. No, I like this song except for the one part. So you said this, is, part, right? this isn't the original version of this song? No, it's a cover of a reggae song. Okay. Um, but I always love this song, though. Um, it's definitely like kind of a precursor to Hot Hot Hot. It's not as cheesy, though. <laughs> um... Then we have some like power ballads with Keep On Loving You by Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, this is Ario Speedwagon was kind oh, of a yeah. staple throughout the... The One That You Love by Air Supply. The other song I wanted to talk about is this Stars on 45 thing. Yeah, what okay. is that? So, Stars on 45... We gotta talk... Are we good? We're, yeah. We're rolling. Okay, cool. We gotta talk Rick Springfield, Jesse's Girl. I'm so, I'm so over that song. I was gonna say this also is very... Prominently in the 80s Rock and roll Isn't he um, Lovely he's like, he's like an asshole right Isn't that like a thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know I know that he was a daytime uh, Soap opera star Who picked up a guitar for the first time At the age of 25 I think um, I Just because he wanted to air out some grievances With his friend Jesse <laughs> He's, it's one of the most overplayed songs ever. Like, yes. It's always at a bar. You always hear this song at a bar. It's wedding band. Like, we play that. I've played that a lot at weddings. I actually kind of like it, but yeah, I, I think it is overplayed. You you, you do like it? I, I do like it. I, I don't know anymore. I, I, I definitely used to, but now... I guess if I'm, like, pretty drunk, I would probably inevitably sing along to it. But yeah, I'll never seek like, it out. Like, I won't <laughs> put it on myself. How drunk do you have to be to sing along with to it? To inevitably, like... Can you turn my gain up a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. If um, how how drunk? How drunk? How many beers? Is how it? many beers deep would you have to be to sing along, and not even think about six? Hating yeah, it? that's that's. Yeah, I was gonna say that five six. So let's give this guy no, six beers. No, I didn't say five. I said six. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's give this guy six beers and let's sing along to it. I'll see you later. This song is about him being a dickhead, right? Like, I wish I had. I wish no, I think he's just, it's just about, like, wanting. He's in awe of their relationship. Why yeah. can't I find a woman like that? Yeah. He's whining. Uh, we also have Private Eyes. Yeah. You were saying how it's a... <laughs> this is similar to, like, uh, somebody, somebody's eyes. Wa- uh, whoa, from Footloose. Okay, there's a, it's similar to Private Eyes by Hall Notes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's it's a creepy vibe. Like it's, it's per- a stalker vibe. It's one of the many stalker songs that hit number one. This and uh, Police. Right. Yeah. Every breath you take. Oh, I thought but you were gonna say the music makes it feel like a love song. It's really. Private not. Eyes by Police. 
Do you know that song from Footloose? Somebody's eyes are watching. Do you know no. that one? Somebody's I know somebody's eyes watching, are watching me. me. <laughs> no, I don't really know. It may be in only the musical of Footloose. I can't remember. Uh, I only know the two songs from Footloose. One of them's on this list. Two of them are on this list. I know Footloose and I know Toothloose. <laughs> I know She's Loose. Ooh. Uh, also, one of the great workout songs. 80s great for working out. Physical. Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. This video really is... Good. Yeah, video is so good. And this is a great segue to 82, she, which is she, even more of a sports year. Shall we get there? She's so hot, too. Olivia Newton-John. I always loved her voice. She's, yeah, she's amazing. I loved her physique, her vocal physique. Did we say... I love her voice, What too. the biggest the biggest one was of, the, of this year? Of the 80s? No, 81. Oh, of 81? I think we did say it, but in case we didn't say it... <laughs> It was, oh yeah, it was Kim Carnes that did nine weeks, but it was split oh. up in two, five weeks and then four weeks, but Diana Ross and and Lionel Richie was nine weeks, right. Endless Love. Okay. Beautiful. So let's go on to 1982. Please turn 1981 82, off. 82, 82. I say. Please turn. Actually, actually, you can keep it on because Olivia's, this song carried over into the first four weeks of 1982. Oh. Uh, so for um, yeah. wait, so it actually went six weeks at the end of the year in '81, and then four weeks in the beginning of '82. Does that make it the biggest then? Well, like the that's pretty long. That's yeah. ten weeks if you do your math. And how how many weeks was Carnes? Nine. Nine. So this song wins, huh? Well, yeah, but it was split into two years. It wins. <laughs> love wins. <laughs> at the end, love wins. Physical so love wins. That's my favorite sequel. Uh, I don't know what I was, I was gonna make a joke. That it wins is a sequel to it follows. You should, I'm sorry. I don't know if you should make jokes anymore. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stick to your facts, dude. Yeah, but I had that really, I have that really great Chicago joke coming up. <laughs> so what I picked <laughs> that I haven't said yet. Now, <clears throat> this was originally for Stork the Musical. Like the, the animated movie Storks that just came out? <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say Up Where We Belong. Oh, it's, it's a bird duet. It was originally imagined as a bird duet between two birds, Up Where We Belong, that are now land birds. They Their wings got clipped. I thought this song was for George Clooney and Anna Kendrick in Up in the Air. A lot of people think that, but actually what it really is for, Officer and a Scholar. No, Officer and a Gentleman by Richard Gere. <laughs> by Richard Gere. Uh, this song is called Up Where We Belong, Joe Cocker, and Jennifer Warrens. And uh, to me, it's one of the best duets. And it's, it's got that according to Jim dynamic. <laughs> a weird scruffy older guy who looks like Jim Belushi. Gruffy voice, all soul. Milan. Paired up with a sprightly, young, delicate lady singer, Jennifer Warrens. Is it sprightly or coakly? Is it? <laughs> Are you talking about Spike Lee? Is it and Sierra Gen- Misty? Spike about Lee. Spike Lee and Jennifer Lawrence. Ooh. Um, this song heavily featured in Moulin Rouge's Elephant Love Medley, which I do want to get to because uh, that song is a love medley of all the big love songs that happened throughout time. And this is the big cl- one of the big climaxes of the song. Oh wait, it's, so is it vary art- various artists? It's, yeah, it starts off with uh, uh, John Lennon and the Beatles. It goes through U2, David Bowie. Amazing. So I, that's crazy. I would think it'd be mainly 
Elephant Gerald songs. <laughs> I I never seen Moulin Rouge. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mul- Not Mulan. Mulan Rouge. <laughs> it's the Red Bar. It's a sequel version to of. Is it? Oh, red. It's a Red Band version of Mulan. <laughs> I think. It, I think when I was younger, I always thought this was the uh, the Righteous Brothers guy, Bill. Bill Hicks. No. Uh, <laughs> Bill Withers. Bill Withers. What's Bill, his name? Bill Hader. I don't know, but I know he does um the di- the Dirty Diana so- soundtrack. Oh, it's the Dirty Diana dancing. <laughs> Dirty Diana Ted dancing. Dirty Harry dancing. Um, um, yeah, I thought it was him. Like the first time I. Yeah, I can't think of it. It's Bill, Bill something. I can't think of it either. Bill Wright. Bill. Bill had. I don't know. I Bill Cantor. I can't. It doesn't, think of ma- it. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't His matter. name is Bill. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to go for this, Junior? I do want to go. Um, this this pick is um, probably not my favorite song from this year I th- this is probably the weakest year i think we, we maybe talked about you all the uh, weakest year goodbye when? goodbye when when did we talk about it in our pre-production meeting <laughs> um but I th- it's such a, a song in the lexicon of culture yes ah oh, yes ah oh. <laughs> this this of course was the theme song from rocky three <laughs> Definitely not four. As we, we know, know. We know it's not four. Spotify thinks it was Rocky four, but uh, it's Rocky three. We all know it as being Rocky three. No, 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 three. no, no. It's definitely Rocky four. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Um, never in my life. Okay, this is a song that I get the most chiseled to. <laughs> I think it is on both soundtracks, but it's the theme to Rocky three for sure. Survivor, the band, definitely appeared in multiple Rocky movies. Um, this was also the the unofficial theme song to the karate school tiger showman's karate that i attended throughout my childhood yeah we would go to karate tournaments and they would play this song and uh all the little commercials what, uh, what belt did you make it up to i made it up to brown i got all four stripes of my brown belt and then i didn't go to the black belt ceremony oh so you browned out <laughs> dave what about you you know i uh i blacked out because i made it to second degree black belt damn and I'm thinking we should spar each other. And uh, with my skills, I could probably chop your head off. I would love to see you guys fight. Maybe each I'll other. die at the end. Like we should film it. I should rip your throat off. Drop throat off. <laughs> I should rip your throat off. Like uh, uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse the best. I love Roadhouse. Um, this is just his. I like his voice. I like. Yeah. It's just a. I don't know. Dude, uh, <laughs> Patrick Swayze's character from Roadhouse is my favorite uh, character to pick for. Uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he has my favorite fatality. That's his favorite, favorite fatality. <laughs> yeah, he would he would beat most of them, honestly. Yeah, he's yeah, he's very awesome. Um, I think I would pick Swayze and Ghost. <laughs> What's his fate? How's he die? He gets shot by uh, Willie oh. Lo- Willie Lopez. Damn. The guy that works for his friend at work he's betrayed by his own work friend oh my god well everybody knows your co-workers aren't, aren't, your, aren't your true friends <laughs> um, to me more your work friends are not your true friends very, very hot so I'm gonna fade this one out yeah uh, mm-hmm. like it it's probably not my favorite of the year but it's just so culturally significant yeah which leads us to Dan ow 
final pick. Let's talk about cultural really, significance. Um, really Dan. Missed, missed opportunity not using that in the Lion King. I think. Sorry, I'm so the, sorry. The Lion King. I have the tiger. <laughs> Yeah, missed uh, missed opportunity. You know when, no, yeah. it was a missed opportunity in to not use it in Peter Pan because of the completely culturally sensitive character Tiger Lily. I was gonna say it's a bad thing. Wait, what's the word you used? It's a shame they didn't use it for Frosted Flakes. Life of All Pi. Right, good. Life of Pi. Um, go, go ahead. Aladdin. All right, so uh, <laughs> Jungle Book. Stuff with tigers. All right. So I went um, similar direction. Another kind of sports uh, anthem-ish. Just Have you ever run a mar- marathon before? Not even – no. Not, nothing close to You've it. You've never what, watched um, all of Rooney and Kate Mara's movies all at one time? A, a, a marathon? Oh, God. Wait. You don't have to do that. You could just say – any any video? Okay. Uh, what about a Mickey Rooney marathon? Okay, that's good. Oh, Rooney. Okay, uh, I got you. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's enough. I've had it. I've had it with your shit. But um, yeah, I've never seen this movie. Sure, it's a fire. It won Best Picture for the, I'm guessing '82 or '83, something like that. No, um, Gandhi won for '82. This one though, whatever year they did it gotcha, for. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> By, it's by Van, Van Jealous. I'm so jealous. I thought it was Van Helsing. <laughs> I, uh, you yeah, know, this is my favorite song to listen to when I'm in slow motion. And your boobs bouncing around. And <laughs> Dave's big ass. I just got new boobs. boobs. Yeah, Dave got some new boobs. <laughs> Noobs. I'm surprised. Get to try out my new boobs. It's kind of surprising how many songs in the 80s went to number one that were just instrumental movie themes. I'd say just this one. Nope, there's another oh. one. <laughs> there's another one? Oh. It's going to be on our next episode probably, right? I think so, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant just from this year. No. No, oh, just oh, in oh. the 80s. Oh, yeah, a lot of okay. songs from movies, though. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I wonder what the last year was that had an instrumental theme hit number one. Maybe. I just realized every song we picked was from a movie. Wait, I just realized every picture at we... What? Every... Uh... <laughs> what? Go ahead. I don't know. Had, had words in it. Every picture now. you take, you're, you're not smiling. <laughs> Wait, Dave, what was your pick again? Up Where We Belong, Officer and a Gentleman. Oh, yeah, all movie songs. Well done, guys. We're movie oh. buffs. Yeah, check out The Hump Report. Check out The Cinnamon <laughs> Host Punch. <laughs> I'm, Dave are... I'm Dave Craven. I'm Dave Craven. The song is used... <laughs> you know me, I'm Dave Craven. <laughs> this song is used in like a lot of like like parody like of running, like any like joke like <laughs> I think not was, Seinfeld. And it definitely wasn't used in Seinfeld, that was Superman. Okay. But you would think that. <laughs> yeah, the episode in the race, yes. Okay, good good reference. <laughs> Alright. So we're gonna of you. uh <laughs> let's talk about some of our Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Um, uh, we obviously have I Can't Go For That Another great Hall & Oates song And Maneater Both went to number one <coughs> That year uh, A good friend of mine Was convinced for years That the name of The band Hall & Oates Was Holland and the Oats It's a real story uh, Like what about like Oats Like a, a band from the from Holland, <laughs> the Holland Oats, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Holland's Oats. Yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah, 
Um, this is Steve Miller Band, Abracadabra, that went to number one. Another song that I learned by another artist, Sugar Ray, wow. does a version of this song on one of their albums, and uh, I didn't know this version before the Sugar Ray version. So that's interesting. Um, uh, we also have... We also have... Titty Song. <laughs> what's... Oh, uh, I was actually going to play a song from my, <laughs> my favorite era of Chicago... Uh, the Peter Cetera. Sucks. This is what song? Hard to say I'm sorry. I Listeners, I urge you to go watch the video of this song. Peter Cetera's face is insane when singing. <laughs> he can't move the top part of his mouth, it looks like. He and looks, if he has a thing, I'm sorry. but He looks like a grown-up Ken doll. Yeah. Like, not like a young Ken, but he, we how we know Ken. He looks like a character Matthew Modine would play in a movie where he's a bad guy. His bottom, you said his bottom jaw, like his jaw. He sings with his bottom jaw. He like his mouth. It's is, weird. It's the top part of his mouth is like stasis, and then he moves it around. It's weird. I'm doing an action that you can't see, but it's very accurate. It's interesting. It's definitely interesting. The song is it's too lame. It's I said it's like it's uh, so polished. Yeah. It's like a couple of migraines collaborating on one song and performing it's it. It's almost Christopher Cross, but it's not as good. It's too shiny. It's too shimmery and splendid. Like just like a whole new world, shining, shimmery, splendid. <laughs> you also have the song that <clears throat> ended racism, Ebony and I- Ebony and Ivory, <laughs> Paul McCartney yeah, and Steve Wonder. End- ended it forever. for the first time. Steve Wonder, and then uh, and then you said that uh, <laughs> Stevie found out that Paul wasn't black. Right. They yeah. told him. True story. And then these are the two things. These racism the, was was back on. These are the two things they told Stevie Wonder. Paul McCartney is black, and we're not giving you very bizarre <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, your facial hair looks great. Don't worry, Stevie, your clothes are still outrageous. <laughs> um, Stevie said to whoever, "You're not balding. We're just shaving your head." Whoever Stevie style it. <laughs> In a, it's really, it's really modern look. It's a really modern look. <laughs> Whoever Stevie's stylist is, Stevie's like, I want you to make me look as bizarre as possible. <laughs> and it's like, you got it, you got it, Steve. <laughs> we also have a great um, rock and roll '80s song. Not this. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> anything else we want to talk about in the 80, 81, 80, um, 80 to eighty-two uh, area? Love, who can it be now? That's another one. In uh, 82. Hey, you know they're not American. Men at Work? No. I didn't know that. I didn't you know that. You honestly didn't know I that? S- wait, where are they from? Oh, a Land know. Down Under. Oh, duh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, Come, duh. I mean, always listen to... Uh, Huey Lewis, it's Huey Lewis Down Under. <laughs> I was going to say, always listen to a band's first song. They always will tell you where they're from. <laughs> yeah. Wait, or, or was any, Down Under before? I don't know. Maybe not. Because no, I think uh, it comes up later. Or any rapper. Also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any rapper also. Yeah. Nobody reps where they're from harder than than rappers. So um, we're going to Man Eater. Love oh, Man Eater. Yeah, I already, I did say that. No, you didn't. Um So, yeah, we're going to wrap up the first This is quarter 1 of the 80s. Yes. And we're going to be moving on to quarter 2, mm-hmm. where we cover 1983 through 1985. Love it. Can't wait. 80s baby signing out. All right. Bye. (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. How do I stop this?